0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the 5 Star Network. The final episode of 2023, our debut year. But this episode is also very special because this episode is the one year anniversary of our Patreon uh, debut on the the Eastern Laird Patreon where we started this podcast together. (laughs) Uh, The unofficial uh, debut of of our show where we sat down to review Final Gate 2022 on the Eastern Larry Patreon, Dylan's show, and uh, Yannick coined the Dramatic Dream Dragons on air. But yes, we are, of course, a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT. And I'm joined by both Dylan and Yannick. The full trio is here because it's the first anniversary.
1: How are you guys? Happy birthday to us. Man, one year of the show, lots of crazy stuff has happened, not just in wrestling, but just on the show itself. Uh, We've had a very full year of experiences, uh, and thankfully, we... I mean, hopefully, I don't want to speak for you guys, but it was a fun ride all along, and and hopefully the listeners agree, and here's the many, many more coming up. Many more years of the Dramatic Dream Dragons. Never going away.
2: I I'm mainly... Um, impressed that you guys and the listeners put up with me. So thank you for this year. Um, too many more.
0: oh, yeah. And I hope every everyone that listens to this had a good holiday Christmas. Right? and all of the uh, all the family gatherings went well. i I had a wonderful time with my family, and i am now loading up two two days of chill before I fly down to visit friends for New Year's Eve weekend. Uh, but yes, I hope the Christmas break was good for everyone.
2: I was also lo- loading up, but mostly on
0: carbs. <laughs> yes, uh, we are going to, of course, talk about Final Gate 2024, uh, 2023, which happened on Christmas Eve this year. Last year it was Christmas Day on the d- December 25th. This year it was December 24th. In the Fukuoka Kukai Center, where they are each year, they this show aired uh, live on the Dragon Network with English commentary, and it did an attendance of two thousand two hundred and eighty-six. I actually believe that number. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I I for one felt this show was good. It was a good end to the year. I felt it was lacking a bit in some uh, points. And of course, a lot of that comes up to the bad luck that Dragon Gate has had this year with Yuki Oshioka having to uh, pull out of the Twin Gate match and Decourage having to wake it to the titles. The, the very. Like. The, the trial Gate situation not being ideal, but. I, in my opinion, <laughs> but I felt like this show did well. Uh, what did you guys th- think of how the show went? Uh, before we talk about the matches,
3: I thought it was a yeah. good show. Um, it, like, mostly they didn't. There wasn't really that,
2: you know, big show feeling. You know, apart from like Jay, I think really did uh, the a banger job on here, um, elevating a lot. There are big things um, to like about most of the parts, but like yeah, it
3: it lacked a little bit of that high end, except for the main event. But we're gonna talk about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I totally agree that the show was missing the the big show feel so to speak, and it's a shame because we witnessed something that should be, uh, it it is a big moment in not just the career of uh, Luis Monte, but just the company in general taking a step forward and ending the year, setting the stage for what's to come in the future. So, uh, I would have ideally have liked a bit more excitement level from the fans. Which unfortunately has been a thing in DG uh, multiple times this year in a lot of ways. Uh, but still, I thought that the the matches themselves. I mean, there was a lot of good wrestling on this show. Uh, to to be fair, I think they tried to make the best out of the t- the twin gate situation, which obviously was a sad thing. I was really excited about that match, but unfortunately, you you had the the thing with Yoshioka. So hopefully, he gets well soon. I thought they did the best they could to make the the best out of it. And, yeah, I think this show is more or less a good kind of, a, a good chapter for the year that they've had in Dragon Gate. I, I think this pretty much fits that well, and it gave us a, a new journey to go along after the main event. And, yeah. Yeah,
0: uh, we'll talk more in detail about the Yoshioka thing when we get to the Twin Gates, but we'll start off the show with uh, the first opener, the opener match, free on YouTube as always, um, Jason Lee, Ut, Jackie Funky Kame of Natural Vibes faced off against Ryo Tana- uh, Tanaka, Kaito Nagano and Satya Hokoboy. Satya Hokoboy had to step in because Daiki Yanaguchi was feeling unwell and had to pull from the show. And um I felt this match was a pretty fun opener. I, I definitely missed Akiya Noguchi in here, but I f- felt Kaito Nagano did such a good job of uh, like being the highlight of the match. I felt it, this, it, this was back to him being the highlight of the match that he was uh, late last year. And I, I really liked that. But yeah, uh, Jackie Knife from Jackie Fukikame got the win after 8 minutes and 57 seconds. Uh, what do you guys think about this opener?
3: The fact that they uh, had to replace Daiki
2: with Shoji Ochobot is very funny to me. I I don't know.
1: <laughs> if not him, who who else could it have been?
0: Problems Dragon. <laughs> That's who it should have been what he was he was probably busy, no he was busy taking the pin in the main in the third match wait, wait, wait you said are you saying problem dragon is better than shachi no no i'm not i just wanted wow. to bring up, I, I just wanted to bring up problem dragon because i listened back to the first episode and <laughs> <laughs> the the problem dragon hate has been going on for over a year now <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's something we all have to live with. Pro- probably going on for the better part of the last decade and, and longer. Um, uh, Takashi Yoshida
2: yeah. was not on this card, so you know it could have been him. At least Amy would have been happy.
0: Yoshida in this match would have feel, felt even more out of place than Hokoboy. I know, I know. <laughs> but hey, Sanji Hokoboy did a dive. Like all of the people on that on that team did a dive in this match.
1: And it's true. Uh, I thought the parts with Jackie and Kaito Nagano were good, like really good, uh, even more than usual for like a typical, like kind of lame, old like not bad, but just not interesting opening match. Uh, they made it interesting uh, with some really yeah. great work. And as we knew they would, uh, you know, Jackie always one of the best and Kaito Nagano has a great future ahead of him. And um, yeah. yeah, it was a decent opener with those two. Sachi didn't do anything to impress or anything like that, but it was a decent opener. Like, good match.
0: And uh, Jackie keeps building momentum and proving why these two units uh, are fighting for him while he's still loyal to Natural Vibes. Uh, Because, yeah. Yeah. What did you want to say?
2: Um, Yuti also building
0: momentum because he did not lose. Very important.
2: True.
1: True. 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 (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> but yeah, Jackie Funky Kame is very popular right now for uh, the two, uh, two units that are, are feuding right now uh, between Big Hug, Kyo and uh, Luis Monte, and Steel Brats. Uh, Shun b- believes that Jackie Funky Kame is his property. Once again. Uh, once again, <laughs> once again, a, 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 um, a Kung Fu Master is being uh, told that he's the property of someone else. But yeah... Uh, Jackie, this is all. This all was pretty big in the Cork main event on the lead up to uh, Final Gate, and Jackie said he's still loyal to Natural Vibes, uh, and even though both Big Hug and Sea want wants him, he will stay with Natural Vibes. But I-, I think it's interesting that to to see that they are like. Making a story out of them wanting him. I I really liked that when they did that with Jason Lee in, in 2022. So I think this could lead to a pretty good moment in 2024. Um, and in my opinion, it's been time for Jackie to leave Vibes for the better part, part of a year now. So I am ready to see him uh, leave I don't know if I would have him in either Big Org or uh, (laughs) Seabrats, but we'll see. How do you guys feel about this property of uh, who has property of Jackie Funky Kamei's story right now?
1: Well, like you mentioned, it's very similar to the Jason Lee thing that they've done already. Uh, And that was extremely successful, I would say. Uh, They had a really hot thing going when all that was going down. Not surprising that they would want to recreate it with another wonderful wrestler uh, in Jackie. Uh, we'll see how, how it goes. I think there's going to be so much going on in the start of 2024. I hope that that story doesn't get lost in the shuffle too much. I would like to see them expand upon it because I think any kind of storyline built around Jackie is only a good thing. So I'm I'm hyped for it already.
3: Yeah. You guys know what I'm hyped for? Not to open the Brave
2: Gate
0: title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that's a good segue into the Open the Bravegate title match. Hyo making his second defense against Genki Horiguchi. Nine minutes and two seconds, and the Samson driver from Hyo gets him the win and his second successful defense of his second reign with the title. Um, yeah, Hyo is weird. <laughs> Uh, Genki No, no, he's just bad. <laughs> yeah, I know, but he's all he he is very popular and I don't understand why. <laughs> because man, Genki Genki tried here. He 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 definitely tried. And I felt felt like this was the best Genki Origuchi we've seen in years. And I've I'm just so sad that he didn't have a better opponent to face for this match.
3: How did you guys feel about this Open the Brave Gate title
1: match? Did yeah, it I like,
3: think... <laughs> I'm sorry, go go down.
1: Well, it it sounded like you were really hyped about it, Yannick, when you when you led us into this here. But I was coming into this pretty excited to see Yankee in, in a big match. I wanted to see what he Ooh. would do here. Uh, so I had actually some hype level for this. I just don't, uh, and I really can't argue with anything you said, I just can't say that he that heel is doing it for me right now as a babyface. It's unfortunate in that sense, but I think that, uh, you know, they did a little bit with the backslides, trying to give Genki some big stuff, but it didn't really appeal to me as a match overall. Uh, so, it was a decent showing, but not great, and definitely not special
3: i say the uh, the time of
2: of Genki singles matches are definitely over. Um there would have obviously come come better of it if it wasn't for Hyo. If it was like, you know if it was Jackie or some, or somebody. But it this wasn't bad. Um but it definitely was not good either. And Hyo is just I feel like, as a as a baby face,
3: um, I've given him enough chances by now, and he just that doesn't have
2: that you know have it in him, because I was kind of hoping you know that there is something hidden beneath the sea um, role that he had, but.
0: Apparently not. It's still the same, yo. Still the same gear also. <laughs> yes. The seabrat's C- the logo is still on his gear.
1: Yeah, that really hurts, honestly. that There's <laughs> like, so little, yeah.
2: They could just, you know, bad timing, no money, whatever. Just sew a patch of black fabric over it.
1: Just get a thing of duct tape and put it over it. If you got to go that far, if you're that cheap or whatever, just put some duct tape on it. Maybe draw something with a marker. Do something. <laughs> like, just, what is this? It's yeah. so, and and on top of it, it's just such a poor, like, him turning babyface and being in this big hug team should be a real opportunity for great character advancement for Hyo. But he's really just the same. Like, kind of, you know, he's more yeah. of a babyface now, personality wise, but his wrestling hasn't changed. You know, he really, like, he looks the same. Uh, yes, they do have, so, you know, he definitely has fan support, but I didn't think this match was particularly special. I think that's what would have put it over the top. If Genki had been facing somebody uh, with more behind him, that the crowd was really hot, uh, I think you could have gotten a lot from the backslide from Heaven near Falls yeah. that they yeah, did. Probably. And, yeah, probably. Yeah. And and instead, it didn't really work to that level. Instead, it was a good showing for two guys who are not going to have great matches. Uh, I just, and it pains me to say that about Genki. all oh, I've been out on forever. Uh, when he won the Brave Gate the first time. Uh, and I'm definitely not on him now, but... He's got some fans. Something's going okay. We'll see how long this goes. And uh, I personally would like somebody else to be the champion. But for the storyline purposes... I don't know how well that will work, considering what what happened in the main event.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll see. I th- they don't they ha- don't have any new challengers set up for him as of now. He will be facing Shun Skywalker on the January eleventh Corkin Hall show, uh, which is a, of course a very personal match between those two. And also a preview for the upcoming uh, Gate of Bayside um, th- uh, Dream Gate match, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how all that goes. Um, then in the third match, we had M3K, Masaki Mochizuki, Susumu Mochizuki and Yasushi Kanda versus Don Fuji, kagetora and Problem Dragon. Five minutes and thirty seconds. Problem Dragon goes down to the Twister to Masaki Uh Not much to say about this match. I have a lot more to say about something other related to Moritazuki, but uh, this match we don't need to talk about.
1: <laughs> I know you're gonna say it was a meaningless match, and I know you're gonna say Problem Dragon did the job. But what about the heart he showed? Five minutes surviving. <laughs> what a
3: performance! Yeah.
1: There's nothing else to say. <laughs> what yeah.
0: That, what we should talk about, though, is that Masaki Mochizuki's uh, 30th anniversary show, the first Corgan Hall show of 2024 20, uh, on January 10th, now has its main event. The GM revealed in Corgan on the 19th of December that Masaki Mochizuki will be facing in his 30th anniversary match his greatest opponent. Shingo Takagi of New Japan Pro Wrestling in a special singles match, Mochizuki's 30th anniversary match. The two best Dragon, uh, Dragon Gate wrestlers of all time go together once more. And man, I am so ready for that match.
3: That is a great way to start 2024.
1: Yeah. So that's a baller match. I love seeing Shingo get a, another run here. He's, uh, whatever they bring him in, he does good things, and he, whenever he does, anything, it's usually good. So, uh, Ed Mochizuki, obviously a lot of history there. I can't wait to see it, and very special that we get to see it
3: heading into twenty twenty four. I'm I'm just very excited that we're go, gonna see that.
0: Yeah. A modern version of the of what they have done before is just awesome. And the poster they made for the for the match just gives me goosebumps. And uh, yeah, definitely a great way to start the the year. I can't wait for that. And then uh, the next match on this show on Final Gate was the Final Gate 2023 Christmas special eight Man tag team match. Of course, the, uh, the teams were made up of lottery, uh, fan-voted lottery here. Uh, it was Otomo Dragon, Dragon Daya, who had to join this match because he had to forfeit the tw- Twin Gate, BB Hulk and Suji Kondo on one side versus KC, Big Boy Shimizu, Strong Machine J, and Naruki Doi on the other side. This, of course, led to Naruki Doi doing the natural vibe stands. And... Um, that was amazing,
2: and also the Tokyo go
0: Dads. <laughs> yes, in the same wow, wild, yeah, yeah, uh, awesome stuff from the Um And yeah, uh, the match itself was nine minutes and fifty-two seconds. Machine Suplex from uh, Strong Machine J gets the win over BB Hulk, which was surprising. I would have expected Dragon Dio to take the pin here, but I'm very happy that Hulk was the one that t- took it instead. Uh, but yeah, I thought, thought this was a very fun, uh, six-man, uh, eight-man. Like, just, Naruki Doi was having a lot of fun here. I think he was the one having the most fun here.
3: Isn't he always me, the one
0: having the most fun?
1: True. To me, the dance was the best part, I think. Uh, Doi coming in, showing his moves there, uh, the match was pretty good. Uh, definitely nothing wrong with it at all. It wasn't something that uh, stood out to me too much, but everybody looked pretty decent. Uh, even Kondo got some big big moments with uh, his power game. And, yeah, it was a decent mid-card match, but added, it had an extra set of, you know, like, je ne sais quoi to it.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's just... I think this match really showed how much this card was like last minute and
2: had to be thrown around. Yeah. Because obviously, like um, the muscle team, Bankai and Kota Minora um, would have been in in this. Uh, Dragon Dyer was in the opener. Bef- no.
0: He was in the twin gate. Uh, in the twin gate.
3: Yes, exactly. It was in the twin gate. Um, and
2: then it's a fan lottery, so there, or it was just like a lottery, there was a chance for some chaos, but instead, we you know, we got natural vibes and Doi.
0: As much as I loved uh, natural vibes with Doi, I would have preferred if both natural vibes members were separated from Casey. Uh,
2: yes, because um, Jay said on commentary. Like whoever, whosever teams it was that had um, the one with Casey had to dance. Yeah. And like, imagine Casey with Don Fuji. Oh uh, no, I'm I'm names. Yeah, Shuji Kondo. I'm I'm looking at the Kims. <laughs> yeah. Look just looked at it wrong, but uh Kondo, for example. Imagine Ultimo
0: having to dance. (laughs) That would have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I mean, there was a lot of... um, I felt the match itself was just fun. Uh, But yeah. It was fine. It could could have been better. Uh, And the teams could have been more interesting. But I was also fine with what we got. Uh, Then we had the Open the Triangle Gate title match. Yamato, Dragon Kid, and Punch Tominaga Team Punch uh, making their third defense against Kai, Ishin, and Yoshikikato of Seabrats. Team Punch fail in their third defense and Seabrats becomes uh, the new champions when Yoshikikato pins Punch Tominaga with the Kadare Luna after 30 minutes and 25 seconds. Uh, Yeah. I thought this this uh, triangle gate match was better than I expected, and I didn't expect a lot from this. This, but I felt it was done very well. Like everyone, it was a good end to the punch uh, <laughs> triangle gate uh, run. And I'm I'm really happy that Yoshiki Kato now is the champion. Like. The, with, with him being the guy that uh, wins the, the match for the team was, is really cool and I felt him and Punch did a very well, good job in the finishing stretch uh, this is Kai and Ishin's second time with the uh, titles and Yoshiki Kato's first time with the title uh, what do you guys think about this? Well
1: I liked at least that uh, this had a little bit of a story going into it with Punch and Kato. Uh, Punch had be- beat Kato uh, the week before. Uh, and I think that that gave a good nice thread for this match and for Kato to, sh- to shine in. Uh, I think, if anything, it's I mean, there's much more stock to be had in Kato than the veterans on the other team. But. I do think that they made it such a big deal about this whole punch deal. It's one of the threads they've had for the last couple of months. In all honesty, I did think it was interesting that this pretty much ended. I mean, it was it was solid. Like it's, there was nothing wrong with the work in the match at all, but the ending was really like just basic. Like are the heels, like the like the you know younger heels. Beat the veterans, and they just won. Like it wasn't like a big back and forth or any like. I never got the feeling like this was a punches last stand or anything like that or some dramatic thing for him for what will probably be his only push he will have for forever, ever perhaps. Uh, so I would have liked to there to be a little bit more drama from the babyface side, um, but for a heel beat down mid card match, this was pretty good. Uh, like there was nothing wrong with it, and probably better than you would expect.
3: You put it into words so much better than I uh, that I have ever could. Yeah, um,
2: but it's exactly how I feel about it. You know, it's I'm the high guy on this whole punch, uh, push. I I really enjoyed it, and you know this just felt a bit flat. And like on on paper, um, the the Siebert's team is pretty cool. You know, I'm into the I'm into Ishin. Um, Kato is exciting.
3: So, you know, uh, Kai is good. But, yeah. I just felt
2: there was something more to be had here that we didn't yeah. get.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it's gonna feel that way when we... Uh, I I felt like this was the best punch could be uh, if it wasn't in Korkin. Like... I think this match could work way better in Corkin because there we actually the crowd is very behind them. That's probably true. That's a good point.
1: I didn't think about that. Yeah, and you could argue, like, this match, as well as the ginky one, these are made... To get great, they're not made to be great matches, they're made to get hot crowd support and hopefully yeah. make it memorable at the end. And in both cases, they didn't have the fans at that level for anything to, for it to be a special moment and, overall.
0: Fukuoka for Final Gate is a notoriously low uh, crowd, like, they don't they rarely show that much uh, investment. Uh, which sucks. Uh, but they, they, I mean, in the main event, they brought it out. But, yeah. What do you uh, think
1: of them taking, what do you think of them ending the punch run now? Because it was relatively short-lived. It was, you know.
0: Uh, I don't know. Um, I think I'm happy with, it, it makes Seabats look dominant right now because that, they kind of need that. Because right now they look, before this show, they looked like a like a group that was just disorganized as hell yeah uh, and now they look they have this and they still have shun's Thix uh, with them and it 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 adds more threat to them i feel
1: um oh yeah it definitely I, benefited zebrats Z- i think it's a good thing for them to have the titles but just the punch story, it was something I felt that they were having some fun with, uh, you know, not dissimilar from the Conda tag, you know, miracle run that they had earlier in the year. But this ended much sooner than that. Yeah, uh, I guess it's just the nature of the Triangle Gate that the and yeah. maybe they didn't want it to last too long.
0: Yam- Yamato has some other plans, maybe <laughs> for for the start of the year. Uh, I don't know. I, I hope Dragon Kid has another plan for the start of the year and challenges Yo and wins the Bra- Brave Gate again. I, <laughs> <like that.
1: laughs> I, I wish that would happen too, Sandre. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, the new champions uh, Kai Ishin and Kato have set up new challengers uh, for... Well, it was set up on the 26th in Kobe Sambo Hall, the last show of the year. Uh, Masaki Motosuke, Susumu Motosuke, and Yasushi Kanda will Challenge uh, Kai Ishin and Kato for the Triangle Gate the day after the Masaki Motosuki thirtieth uh, anniversary show, still in Corkin Hall on January eleventh. Open the New Year Gate. Uh, that should be an interesting first defense for uh, the Seabirds t- team. I I feel they will still retain here, uh, but uh, we'll we'll see how how. What match will Masaki Mochizuki care more about? The Shingo Takagi match the day before, or the Triangle Gate match this, the, on the, the day
3: after? That would be a the, good question.
1: <laughs> I, I think the Shingo match may be a little bit more special, but it depends on your point of view. Are you Maybe. a mark for the, the belt? <laughs> True. Uh, but yes... That leads us
0: into the Twin Gate match, the tw- vacant Twin Gate match on Final Gate. What, uh, because D Courage had to forfeit the titles on the Cork and All Show because of the eye injury for Yuki Yoshioka. Uh, Daya assured the fans that this will just be temporary uh, and D Courage will be back to, to the Twin Gate division immediately when y- Yoshioka is healthy again and um, Kota Minora and Ben K stepped in to face Kaito and Alejandro uh, who still wanted to uh, go for the titles so the match here on final gate was team muscle they call themselves Ben K and Kota Minora of gold class versus Kaito Kiyomiya and Alejandro of pro wrestling NOAH 13 minutes and 18 seconds, Kaito Kiyomiya pins Kota Minora with a modified Shining Wizard to become the new champion. So, what do you guys think about this match? First, the match. And then we'll talk about the decision.
1: (laughs) I want to hear what Yannick thinks. Okay, first of all,
2: not the match, not the decision. Shout out to Che. I think he really gave good context, especially on Kaito, who is new to the promotion. Um, And, you know, where he's coming from, that he's like Misawa's biggest fan and tries to emulate him, and it's Noah or Bust. Um, And, you know, with Jason there with him, who knew nothing about all that, um, I thought that worked really well. Um, the match. I was happy that um, Gold Class got chosen, you know, as the replacement. Um, it sucked that it had to be a, that it had to be a replacement. I'd rather seen, you know, the D. Courage versus versus Gold
3: Class. Um, but it was the obvious team, and I'm happy they made that that choice.
1: And
3: the yeah. match became really good. And then it ended, um, which it's it's not too long. So at
2: I think it it worked quite well. Um, I was just hoping it went for on for a little bit longer on that on that level for the final bit. Um,
3: but I think yeah. that level was pretty high.
0: Yeah, for sure, I agree there,
1: Dylan. Yeah, you know, I, uh, saying what you said there, it was like reading about Kaito four or five years ago, uh, talking about Misawa. Now he's all about Muto. Yeah, well, he, he was he's,
2: talking about that too, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. No, he was. I was just, I was just going by what you said there. I was like, oh, that's just, that, that was the good, like those were the good days of Kaito yeah. uh, <laughs> when he was doing all that. I
0: liked that. how much Jay also. Uh, brought up how much Kaito uh, has been buried this
3: year.
0: <laughs> like, he brought up a lot of, like, he even brought up the the, fa- the fan that r- ran into the ring and like started shouting <laughs> at him, <laughs> which is something yes. that Noah refuses to acknowledge happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, they cut that from the from the airing. yeah yeah. <laughs> um, but that said, um, I think this. I think Yannick said it pretty fairly, you know, it was going somewhere good, and then it kind of just ended, and again, I didn't think it was very, like, when you see, if you compare this to what the Decourage match could have been in my mind, this fell short, but I did like the way, I thought Kaito and Alejandro did a good job uh, in this environment, I didn't think that Kaito looked way out of place or anything like that. Uh, you know, I, I thought he worked pretty well, like, with everybody, and obviously him and Minora were kind of paired off, uh, there. Uh, I think Minora, when I watch him, he strikes me a lot as almost Dragon Gate Endo, in a lot of ways. Like, oh, oh, a, a perfunctory, <laughs> a, well, a, a perfunctorily like, talented wrestler, but someone who doesn't, like, there's nothing there. He's like a wrestling robot, in a lot of ways. And pairing him with Ben K is a great thing because Ben K is the opposite of that. Uh, And I think that they work pretty well as a team as well. I just think, unfortunately, this felt like a replacement-level match that they didn't really get out of the... Yeah, and and even the fans weren't... It's not like they came here and treated the Noah team as, like, big stars or or anything like that. It felt like... (laughs) <laughs> well, I, you could definitely argue that, for sure. But ideally, again, you would have wanted the crowd to be into this more oh, the outsiders from nowhere are coming in, like, let's get yeah. it. But, yeah. you know, it, it, yeah.
0: I need to and shout that out come to pass. for one thing, though. In this, fin- in this finishing sh- uh, stretch with Kaito, with he did a better Shining
1: Wizard than Kaito yes that that is absolutely a factual statement that you made there and again that's the thing about minora he's a, a talented guy it's not like he sucks it's just that he he's missing something on the inside because he's actually talented if you just look at his moves and his execution and abilities in the ring he's actually good it's just he's missing something on the inside that hasn't been able to be brought out and i don't think it was definitely brought out uh, against Kaito, unfortunately, but like you said, you are completely right. His shining wizard way over Kaito's. I, I hate that finisher. I wish that they, he would have just used something else. Yeah, uh, just use the, the 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 tiger suplex into the tiger driver. It's a it's a great yeah. move. I don't I don't um, understand.
0: Yeah, Kaito Kiyomiya is forever eh? w- one of the most confusing wrestlers. Uh, but yes, uh,
3: the thing...
2: thought...
0: oh,
3: I'm
0: sorry. Yes. Um, um, yeah, the thing
2: with, with Kaito is that, because that why he's confusing, I feel he has
1: no spine. Like, he's yeah. not He has himself. to have a spine. How could he stand up and wrestle if he doesn't have a spine? You tell him <laughs> he's a jellyfish? <joke>. No
2: <laughs> Don't. But how? Like, he was, Che um, was counting all of the moves he already did of other wrestlers.
1: Yeah. No, I I hate that. I you're right. Like you're totally right. I was just goofing around, obviously. But uh that's a huge issue I have with him and also uh, like, ever well, since he did yeah. he
2: did Akiyama's jumping knee. Minoru's jumping knee is also better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> but I I felt the match itself was a really good match. I felt, of course, the courage would have been better. Against either one of these teams, <laughs> but I also just think that it, they cut, they did
1: the best with what they had uh, for the story. Uh, yeah, and, and that's true too. They did try to make the best out of it. What did you guys think of Alejandro? I, I
0: feel like Alejandro should just be a Dragon Gate wrestler. Yeah. like he he the do, he does not belong in Noah <laughs> like Also, they, Kai Fuchimura, please. <laughs> like they will, they yeah. will never. Like Alejandro will never be on this big of a spot in Noah.
1: No, I mean anybody's doomed in the junior division in Noah, pretty much. But here he got a nice little rub, uh, you know, beating uh, two guys or being on the winning team. Obviously Kaito won, but you get the titles. That's a nice thing for him uh, coming yeah. in. I think that he's gonna be a guy again. I don't think Kaito like you know, Gay, he didn't half-ass it at all. I thought he the effort was there with Kaito. Yeah. But I think Alejandro is going to be super motivated by this run and to do some good things.
0: Yeah, Um. so with the title sh- uh, switch here now to the NOAA team, uh, this is the second time a NOAA-led team is holding the titles this year. Uh, I feel like this was a switch uh, done because they want to do the Decourage match that, like, that is the
1: yeah main, yeah
0: main reason this is the, the the switch happened here and Kaito and Alejandro are the champions um i think it could be it could be a good uh, good run i don't i doubt it's going to go lo- long uh, it it would go until y- yoshioka is healthy again uh, and i hope that that isn't that long but they already have set up a challenger for them for the Gate of Bayside Yokohama Budokan show on January 27th, next year. And that w- will be Jackie Funky Kame and Jason Lee, the Kung Fu Masters, will have a pop-up shop in Yokohama that day. Which is cool! That I think that that could be really fun. Uh, uh, that has the potential to be better than uh, Team Muscle, uh, Ben and Kota. Because Jason and Jackie is a is a proven du- du- duo, uh, also, and I, I, I think it could be really fun.
2: Yeah, um, I'm sorry, I, I'm just gonna go first, Dylan. Um, I have no problem with uh, with Kaido and Alejandro as champions, you know, except that it's Noah and you don't trust Noah. But I think they're both really talented and cool wrestlers. I hope they can um develop a bit more of that tag team feel. Because that's what not what I've got so far.
3: Yeah.
1: Um Yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah for
2: sure. Know, the obviously the goal is the is Yuki Yoshioka, Um because Yoshioka was you know, it was in the in the N one and he was kind of beefing with with Kaito, you know, like verbally. But like I'm not sure if they wouldn't have won if it was the original match. Um, like I'm not. The match is definitely the end goal, but I'm not sure if you know if Yo- Yoshioka is winning
3: that. That being said, Kung Fu Master is very good. Looking forward to that. Ye-
1: yeah, absolutely. On paper, that's a great match, uh, and they have a great team. I, I think Ben K... The thing with Gold Class is there's so many combinations of teams you could put in there and say we're the best. You know, like, you have Minorah and Minorita, Minora and Hulk, Ben K and Minorita. Uh, I've all d- had tag runs and been good as as tag team. And that's a great thing about the faction is that everybody kind of fits with everybody. You can make a tag team out of pretty much anybody. And this is the that was the latest incarnation but they didn't have the chemistry of a uh, kung fu masters who are like a natural pairing. And I think that they're going to bring some great things out of Kaito and Alejandro. I totally agree with what you said about Kaito and Alejandro needing to develop some tag team sk- skills and mm. it just feels like oh Kaito's teaming with Alejandro because New Japan doesn't want Oiwa to get you know to do anything in, in Dragon Gate for whatever reason uh, and and well eventually they're going to need him to lose so I, I guess that's why uh, there but I do wish that they could kind of do something maybe come out with gear that's very similar you know like do some tag team moves something like that just do some little things give me something uh, And uh, but yeah. still though very interested I think it's interesting what do you think Sandre about what he said that they could retain over uh, the courage. Uh, I've,
0: because
1: I because I, I thought the courage was gonna win. To yeah, be honest with courage, you, when the they wrestled,
0: was go- I, I also thought the courage would win uh, uh, versus them. I yes. Who else would take titles from? Them? I, so so was I. Um,
2: never bet on Alejandro winning anything. Yeah, but like
0: if how the dare you. Come, <laughs> If D-Courage returns and they don't win the titles, then who are going to win the titles from them? That's the big yeah. Like I, I don't see anyone else but D-Courage having the story to win the titles from them.
2: Yeah. Um, Moshizuki, Senior and Junior, maybe?
1: That would be fun. Yeah, that would be a good story. Yeah. Yeah, we, that... maybe.
0: maybe. Uh i, I with still no update on the, if Junior will be healthy <laughs> yet.
1: Uh, honestly, like to be really honest about it, anybody could probably pin Alejandro. Like yeah. it's not it's not like he, he yeah. you know, if they need to get the titles off of him to another team and they had somebody else in mind they could do it, but I personally want it to be discouraged because I think yeah. there's a ton of untapped potential with them as a team that unfortunately this yeah. in, this injury took away from us for a little while.
0: Yeah, and the story is there for that. And uh, I also just want to see Yuki Oshio uh, and Kaito uh, face up, because I I think they really want to face each other.
1: Um, so, yeah. I just uh, felt like Yuki had so much, like, he, like this whole year, he it was like a, a write-off, like, pretty much. Like, nothing special about most of his year. And then he got this tag run, and he had energy again. We were seeing those vibes, no pun intended to natural vibes, but we were seeing the vibes come back of the original DeCourage, and I was getting into it, and I hope that they continue to at least be a tag team uh, through next year, because I think there's a lot they still have left to do.
3: Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sure.
2: Also, um, while we're still marginally on the match, um, shout out to the CM Punk year of Benkei.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was very off-putting, actually. <laughs>
1: the best in the world, <laughs> <Okay>. Benkei.
0: Hey, <laughs> I mean, he sort he sort of dropped pipes bomb every time he comes out and does the cheeky <laughs> <That's- laughs> So uh, yeah, uh, but we did you know that Benkei is
2: 3
1: that? Oh, he doesn't have time for any of that partying stuff. He's too busy in his room with the TV. (laughs) Can you
0: imagine? Can you imagine uh, imagine Ben K starting uh, during the It's clobbering time when coming to the the cork and all? uh, Yeah, next time he
2: comes out to be a uh, (laughs) serious cantare.
1: Oh, totally fits his character. (laughs) (laughs) Yes,
0: totally fits him. Uh, Yes. We move over to the main event. The Open the Dreamgate three-way title match. Madoka Kikura defending against Shun Skywalker and against Luis Monte in the three-way elimination rules made for this match. And I felt that like that helped the match a lot. Um The match was crazy. I I can firmly say that they did a lot in this match some some most of it worked some didn't work <laughs> but i felt like this was done pretty well N- after 90 minutes and 20 seconds shun got himself disqualified and was eliminated that way uh, from the match by hitting luis Monti with a chair and then after a fantastic fantastic finishing stretch between Luis Monte and Madoka Kikura. Luis Monte picks up the win with the Volta finale after 27 minutes and 50 seconds and becomes the first that becomes champion and joins Ricochet and Puck as the third uh, Open the Dream Gate foreign champion. Gaijin Champion. How do you guys feel about the match
3: before we talk about the result? Yannick, hit me with your thoughts. I thought this was very, very good. Um, I liked uh,
2: the three-way parts when it was an actual three-way in the the first part. Um, I thought the the DQ of of soon, even if it's uh, like a three-way, you know, it, it's somewhat uh, somewhat creative and like satisfying, um, you know, seeing them seeing them get punished that way, and the the second part where it's just Monte on kick that was
3: excellent. I'm I'm pretty high on this match. I think there was a lot
1: they did right, uh, to be honest. But I did think the the stuff with Z-Rats running in multiple times was kind of yeah. unnecessary. I think they should have kept that to one big spot and not have them come in, they get thrown out, and they come back we, again. Is, yeah, we <laughs> yeah, yeah nah. there was no need for that, in my opinion. And I think that kind of like was this big black cloud that got put in the middle of the match. But once that was all done, and even then... And in a lot of ways, I thought it was also, from a booking standpoint, even though I don't like how it was executed, I think the idea of Shun getting eliminated like so early with a DQ was actually clever, because it protected him totally, uh, gave us a little tease of Monte and Shun, but they weren't even in there long enough to really do a lot with it. You know, there's still a lot left in their story to unfold, even in the ring. So I like how they did that. I thought it was a smart booking move, but the how they got there, I didn't like at all. And I thought it kind of drugged things down in the middle. Um, but by the end, I mean, the ending segment with Monte Kikuda, I thought was really well done. Uh, the ending segment was uh, really great. It felt like a worthy, like Clash of the Champions type of deal. You yeah. know, two worthy winners that are fighting against each other and only one can come out with the belt. Ah, uh, very easy story to kind of tell, uh, pretty much. Uh, and but still, though, uh, they did have a great, uh, well-timed one-count uh, kickout by Kakuda as well. There that I thought was really well done. Unfortunately, again, yeah, the crowd wasn't as crazy as you would want, but they did pick up uh, a little. I, you yeah. know, ideally it didn't, it didn't feel like, yeah.
0: They were very hot for the last five minutes of this match, uh, and they were really <laughs> behind Luis Monte. Uh, yeah,
1: they got there at the end, uh, coming in there, and it was nice that just him winning the title is nice. nice. Uh, the match, though, like I said, there were some parts I didn't like, but for the most part, they did a lot right. This was yeah. a really good match, in my opinion. Like definitely I, well worth watching.
0: I the the amazing spot when uh, Monte and Shu did, did their tag team finisher, the Cielo Finale. Yeah, uh, and uh, costing themselves al- an elimination over Kikura because they hate each other so much, because they looked at each other after they had done the, the tag team finisher and just started beating each other up instead of going for the pin. That was such a good, such a good spot. And I felt like Monte Monte's emotions just sold out so well. And I, I felt like, of course, Monte was the, the big highlight of this match for me. But I also thought thought Kikura did so well in this final defense, Uh, and him it it definitely helped for him to be thrust into this uh, this story between Monte and uh, Shun, who obviously is the leading story of Dragon Gate this year. And I thought uh, Kikura did very well being the third the kind of third wheel in this match, and I thought thought. A lot of the, the the spots with him was done very well and a good end to a title reign that I wish had just had more defenses. <laughs> I I just wish Kikura would have done more with this title reign. Because I loved the Big Boss Shimizu match. The Kota Minora match I am up and down on. The Yuki Oshoku match I, I thought was good, but it definitely lacked something. And, of course, when he won the title, was an amazing moment. But I definitely felt like Kikura should have had more for his reign to make it more special. Like, the Yoshioka reign is definitely the more memorable of the two. And uh, now, with Luis Monte with the title, I think it could lead into a pretty good uh, 2024, uh, if they do it correctly.
1: Yeah, to me, it it was time to get this belt off of him, uh, and I'm glad yeah. that they did it. Uh, you know, I don't think this was a successful reign at all, in my in my opinion. No, I, I think I, I, I
0: agree.
1: I think the Big Boss match was great, and again, the thing with him, you kind of said it pretty decently, but it also tells the gr- the grand flaw in him. He was great as the guy that didn't have any focus on him. He could just wrestle because when he just wrestles. As the third guy in a trios or a match like this, he's really good, like a great worker. The problem is, is that there's like as champion, he had nothing to really latch on to, or it, even compared to Yoshioka, who many people like made similar criticisms about. You actually look at his reign, and almost every match you had something going into that, some kind of hook or story, and and I thought he did a great job. I uh, them, I think he was kind of underrated as a k- charismatic guy. In addition to his wrestling, Kakuda, I definitely think right now, and he's still young, he's got plenty of time. You know, there's no reason he can't be in the main event again. Uh, but I definitely think right now the championship was a step too far in, in hindsight. Uh, but as a good wrestler, I think there's a lot he adds I to just, any promotion.
0: I just, I just, I just think that. Kikura could have had a more special reign if they had given him more to do. <laughs> and I think that's the the big problem is that they didn't really focus on him I think, I, I think that's the big big problem with the title reign is that he didn't get to f- get the, the the stories. their story the focuses on all of the stuff this year ever since he won the title has not been on him. The focus yeah, has been on Morte and Shun the,
1: and the focus has been on Shimizu. The build definitely like I, I would say especially the Yoshioka match, the build really failed them uh, more, more than anything. Yeah. Uh, you know, that should they, they should have been better. With Minora, there's only so much you can do at that point. And then the Shimizu stuff was all about him. Like it was like nothing about Kakuda and all about Big Boss. So I think that that is a fair point. Uh, and we'll see what they do. When Yoshioka lost the title, I mean, he was on the bench a lot of the year afterwards, like, not really d- doing too much of importance, and definitely compared to him as champion. I wonder what the future holds, at least in the near term. Again, he's got plenty of time to come back and do things, whatever they're going to do. But for the short term, the next, up till final game, you know, not final game, but that Kobe World uh, in 2024, I wonder what the future holds for Kakuda. Yeah, uh,
0: we'll see. Uh, but yes, Shun Said after this match, <laughs> he Shun came out uh, laughing after the match, uh, and after Luis Monte had said thank you to the crowd for coming, Shun said that he, if Monte wants the singles match, he so wants with Shun. He now has to put up the title, the title on the line against uh, Shun Skywalker. And Monte, of course, accepted. This is the singles match he always has wanted ever since he lost the uh, the mask. And the match was set for Yokohama Budokan on January twenty seventh. The Gate of Bayside. Luis Monte making his first defense against Shun Skywalker. How do you guys feel about this being so? Them going straight into having the, the almost rematch of this match. <laughs> But now, just
3: in the singles uh, way. Um, I think it's great. But it, there are some big asterisks to it. Yeah.
2: Um, like, great way to make uh, Gate of Bayside important. Because this is the biggest match they can do right now. Um, But... Er- there is some discourse, uh, discourse about about this. And there I've seen a lot of like, Manta is going v-zero. Um, they're going to run it back for Kobe World. And obviously we all expect,
3: kind of expected this to be the, the main event for Kobe World. Yeah. Um, which um, it should not be if they run it here.
0: I'm not sure how I feel about Monte b- b- being a V-Zero champion. I My have title.
2: no problem with that. I have a problem with Shun being three times champ.
0: <laughs> already. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dylan, what do you think about this uh, title match?
1: I think I wish that they, if they were going to do that and it was going to be the Kobe World main event, I wish they just would have held off somehow. Uh, but I guess it's kind of tough. Because the way that the company's been, there really aren't that many other stories like that's been told in the last yeah, six months. This is the leading
0: story.
1: <laughs> exactly. And really one of the only stories uh, at the end of the day. And it, maybe they could get there. Like they could build some different things. It seems like they're going to do a little bit better in ending out the year. Definitely better than we were at three months or so ago, I, I would argue. But regardless, they're kind of stuck now because they don't really have any other way to get to it. I think they had, and this, how they did it makes the most sense to get to Monte versus Shun. If Shun had won the triple threat, did Monte challenging right away would have made no sense in, in the first place. Yeah. So they kind of had to get there, uh, you know, we'll see at the end. They, you know, V-Zero champion from Monte, I think that's a fine story. You know, you get your biggest moment and then the, this villain ruins everything right away. That's a, a totally fine story to tell. Shun as champion, in my opinion, if he were to win, as much as I think of his character work, at that point, he feels like almost an extended like, you know, crutch, almost. Like, he's the champion because we need to get to Monte winning at Kobe World, and we can't just skip there right away. If we could, we would do that. But instead, we're gonna have Shun be the champion until that happens and cross that bridge when we reach it. More so than... Shun is the champion, what can he do as the champion? Instead, it's like, Shun's the champion, we're just waiting for Monte to beat him again. And, uh, I don't know if that's that good, to be honest with you. And I yeah. I thought that the title reign this past year was not anything what it could it have been. Very, uh, it be was honest. a
0: very forgettable one, which was yeah. there just to set up
1: uh, Exactly, and it's the, the same game. thing, like, I, I, that would be kind of like the same thing. Maybe you would get an yeah. extra defense out of it, but it's kind of the same, where it's, he's a bridge champion, even though he's your only well, like top heel,
0: if he wins at gate of Bayside, uh, that will be in at the end of January. He will still have champion gate, uh, dead or alive, maybe something in between there, and then Kobe World to to have a more important reign than he had last this year. Uh, because I this mean, year he, he only defended against uh, Strong Machine J, and then he lost it to Kikura.
1: And that's the only difference, is that he would win the V2 ch- defense yeah. instead of ch- losing it, and I just... I don't know. I, I don't love that idea on yeah, paper. I not don't,
0: I, don't, I don't love that idea either, but...
1: Maybe they have something big planned for the final or the uh, Kobe World match though, in between them. If they were to get to that point, they can make a stipulation out of it, you know? Like, add something to make I... the stakes even bigger.
0: Yeah, I... I... of you know, the idea of a, a hair versus mask stipulation to make the Monte win even bigger uh, at Kobe.
1: One of my predictions on the Eastern Area Prediction Show that's coming out uh, uh, very yeah. soon.
0: So that that is that is definitely something they can do to make the match even bigger. Uh, but yeah, I I am excited about Monte holding the title. Uh, it was a
1: great moment for him. I just think they also need to work on getting some other people to a believable main event st- status in the first place. Like, because I think we're just, there's nobody in our mind's eye right now that seems like a Kobe World main eventer coming up, like r- realistically. I mean, like, who else would you think of besides these two?
2: Ben. Ben up. is easily built up.
1: Ben is a great wrestler. I don't think they've done anything with him to signal something like that is it, in the cards. Um, one thing I want to, to
2: add is we've repeatedly been very wrong about Dragon Gate booking. <laughs> so I'm very happy literally everyone is talking about a rematch at at Kobe World because I don't want to see that. And when everyone is talking about it, it just means it's not going to happen. <laughs>
1: They could always do another multi-man type of match, I suppose, if they wanted to get to go that far. Uh, yeah, well, it.
2: We'll what's <laughs> like? It would also be like a year-long story. That is only a year long because they didn't do anything.
1: Yeah, and that's a problem with the company in general. Like you know, and again, I think they're doing a little bit better as we end the year than mm. we were at a few months ago. But that is a big issue with the the company as a whole, more than any singular wrestler or storyline, that they just didn't do a lot for... Th- there was that three or four month period where literally nothing was going on. And then they kind of threw in the Big Boss thing that added something. But then still, it was a very empty-feeling company for a few months. And I think, again, I think they're doing better heading into the new year, and hopefully they have more stuff that can add different things to where hopefully maybe in, you know, two or three months we can look at it and say, oh... Well, these other guys could they be a part of it? You still have a uh, strong machine and Shun in, in the background. If yeah. they wanted to reheat that, uh, maybe they could do something there. There's options there. They have definitely have the talent, I would say. But uh, let's see what they do with it going forward.
2: Yes. Um. To to finish this off, I think they're Um. Or Dragon Gate is in a. Up and down the card in an interesting spot where they actually can do stuff, which which we've said often. Um, but it's always you know it's hopeful. I'm um, like we can work with that. That's um that's good. It's not like um, yeah. Final Gate left us us in a spot that is is boring and bad. It's just yeah. I I I fear they take the easiest way that. Just does not appeal to me.
0: Yeah, I mean they uh, they have half a year to make this uh, something that we can latch on so. uh, I, I I I am excited for the new year because I'm ex- I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what uh, if they do anything. Uh, like this, the, these January shows will be very like interesting to f- uh, follow along with. Because they can just continue to spin their wheels like they have ha- done for now a whole year. Or they can start actually getting some momentum back. Which they desperately need. Oh. And Final Gate was not that. If, uh, even though we have a new champion right now, I wouldn't say that the, the promotion is on an upwards momentum. Because the, the show itself was very lackluster in that way.
2: I just want to add one one thing. Um, let's just uh, let's judge it when it happened, and not True. now.
0: True. Of course, that is of course. I definitely agree there. That is my motto for most yeah. wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, we will move over to DDT now. Uh, Dr- well, Dragon well,
2: Um there there was a show later. It was also streamed live. and a yeah. lot Sambo. of
3: yes. Um, yeah. and
2: I, I have actually
3: seen it, <laughs> so I, I yeah. want to to go over it real quick. um so I, I pulled up the card. Um, let me read it real quick.
2: um, fun opener. It's on YouTube. Go watch it Um, we got m three k, the original. Uh, the original M2K, um, Masaki Mojitsuki, Susumu, and Yashiki uh, um, against Ishin Kai and Yashiki Kato in a double count-out.
0: Yeah, that set up the turning the V8 defense that we talked about earlier. Yes.
2: And for some reason, Junior came out after that.
0: <laughs>
2: and obviously, Junior is beefing with Ishin and with Kato. Um, like they both joined uh, Seabreds by uh, betraying him so it makes sense but that's very weird behavior because they literally said oh no he's too injured Um, the the title match will be original
0: M2K I think Junior just wants to keep himself in the conversation (laughs) which is good and I, I actually think that it helps him, uh, because he's still he's still part of the stories. He's just he he sadly can't take part of the in the matches. Mm. and I, I feel like that would just build up and build up until the, until he's ready to come back and he will have a hot return because of that, because he's still so on the mind of the of the stories. Uh, and I think that works.
2: Um, the next match was uh, Yamadoi versus Dragon Kid and Ata. And it was, you know, relatively basic. Um, 2015 called, they want their tag team backs. Oh. <laughs> Matches like they, these really make me wish Ata would care.
3: Because uh. this is <laughs> yeah. really good.
2: Like, if you want to have a good time, watch this. And in the main event, it's the best Royal Sunbow of the year. What can yeah, I say? I believe that. Um, it was also really good, like, storyline-wise. Um, they they did, um, like, a story where the, the Brave Gates uh, were taking out, basically, the, uh, the Rewa generation um, and Luis Monte. Uh, so the heavyweights. And in the end it was Shun Shun, Hyo, JFK
3: and Um who am I forgetting? And Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think and Jason. Um and you know, Chaos
2: and Soon uh, and Shun won the last match of the year. Which makes sense. Um it's really interesting, like how Right after Chapping Gate. like if you want to have um, a look at how these different factions and players stand uh, together and against each other. Um, and what the uh, the power the power struggles are. this is a really interesting match to have a, a look at.
0: Yeah. Uh, and a, a lot of a lot of what happened after the match we've kind of mentioned, uh, Shun and Hyo was set up. Um, yes, but
2: there's one thing I want to add to that, and it's, it was not my, um, I didn't notice, but like when I was told, I, I forgot someone on the Discord and was
3: telling me that. New Dreamgate champion, Luis Monte, he wasn't seen, like he was there in the ring, but he he didn't seem important Um, that's very sad and I'm not a fan of it (laughs) so uh,
2: I will keep an eye open like how this will this will develop because he's not a guy that is accustomed to to being a champion he he will have to learn a
0: lot yeah Uh, for sure and they, they haven't set... Outside from the Shun Skywalker match, they haven't set up anything for him to do on the corgan Hall uh, shows in January. And with Shun being busy on both, uh, of course, I will expect Luis Monte to be involved in that Shun versus Hyo uh, singles match. Uh, but... Yeah, we will... I... I... <laughs> I... As you, as we said earlier wait and see. <laughs> yeah,
2: but it was a very fun show. Like I can yeah. I can recommend you guys watching it.
0: Yeah, I definitely when I have the time I will definitely check out the Samuel Hall show, but I haven't I didn't have time yesterday to watch it at all so um and it happened yesterday. So, yeah. Let's move over to DDT. The Grand Prix uh the is now set. We now have the final set but uh, because the last night of block plays uh, was on Christmas Eve on the 24th in Cork and Hall but uh, we have two shows we haven't talked about yet from uh, the, the Grand Prix uh, we, the DO that we haven't uh, really been able to talk about so we should I'll, I just want to run through the results of those two shows um, on the 16th of December in Fukuoka, we had five block matches. We had the B, the last B block match for Chris Brooks. Uh, we'll get to what happened to him uh, with Hirata. Kazuki Hirata ma- makes uh, picks up his two f- first points, defeating Chris Brooks with the miracle one-shot credo after nine minutes and forty-six seconds. Uh, then. They revealed later that Chris Brooks had to forfeit from the tur- uh, the tournament because he had uh, been feeling pain in his abdomen uh, following this uh, this these shows, and they discovered that he has a tumor in his uh, abdomen uh, in his like belly, and it's not a malignant uh, tumor, which means it's not cancer. <laughs> Uh, which would have been very bad. Uh, it's this is still pretty terrible news, of course, but he will be out for a few weeks. Uh, he will uh, get surgery to remove the t- tumor, and hopefully he will be back next year. But they don't—they don't have a return date set for Chris Brooks. Really, really terrible news. I, I'm so happy that it's not uh, a malignant malignant uh tumor because malignant malignant uh because that would that would fuck Uh, that would have really sucked because i lost a friend to that earlier this year uh so yeah definitely definitely happy he it's not that bad but i hope the surgery went well and i can't wait to see chris brooks back
1: Yeah, absolutely nothing more to say than uh, best wishes to Chris Brooks, a friend of the show uh, this year. We had a great interview with him earlier on. Definitely highly recommend that. Uh, But just as anybody, you know, like you said, just as a a human being, you would never want to see such a horrible thing. So hopefully everything's good with the surgery. And I I have faith in him that he'll bounce back uh, sooner rather than later. hope for the best for his health and all his friends and family out there.
0: And the match he had with Hirata was a great final tournament match for him. <laughs> like, that was just fun. I definitely recommend everyone awesome. go and check that out, because I was laughing a lot during that. Uh, then, on the next match, on uh, the, t- the 16th, uh, Ray Saito defeated Kanon to uh, to move over to 6 points uh, with the body splash after 11 minutes and 43 seconds. Uh, we don't need to touch on that. I'm very uh,
2: happy to announce that this match
0: happened. <laughs> yes, the, uh, when, um, when me and Yannik watched this show together, I think we mostly just sat and watched the uh, uh, looked at the the TGW relationship diagram that someone. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, that was that.
0: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this was good background noise to 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 us laughing about that relationship uh, diagram. <laughs> Uh, then uh, the A block uh, Kazuhide Gucci picked up two points, moved over to six, defeating Yuki Ino with the brain claw press after twelve minutes and three seconds. I want to talk more about Yuki Ino later, but I I felt like this uh, this match was a pretty good uh, pretty good one, uh, and of course, but he wasn't the like he wasn't the good part of the match. It was Higuchi. Higuchi was the highlight of the match, uh, because it's Higuchi. (laughs) Then Yuki Ueno picked up two points, moving over to five, defeating Harashima with the VR after 40 minutes and 21 seconds. Very, very good match. Yuki Ueno and Harashima have great chemistry, and I felt this was a very good uh, match for them in the tournament. And then Daisuke Sasaki and Tetsuo Endo bored us uh, to tears for 22 minutes uh, in the main event. And Daisuke Sasaki won with the foot-trapped crossface lock. <sighs> I will praise Tetsuo Endo later, but this match has nothing to praise. Uh, but then that was the show on the 16th. And on the 17th, the day after, we had two other uh, B- uh, DO matches. Daisuke Sasaki versus Yuki Eno in uh, 11. Uh, uh, Daisuke Sasaki won with the modified uh, Crucifix pin after 11 minutes and 53 seconds. Nothing, nothing match, just like the main event on the night before. And Mao defeated Kanon to move up to six points with the just face lock after 13 minutes and 17 seconds. A, a decent match, but definitely not. Uh, nothing to recommend from the kumamoto shows
1: i actually thought that was better than i thought it would be but also that was coming off the heels of the other match which was (laughs) was not good so i may maybe it made it look better but i I will say i thought that was better than my low expectations for any khanan match i thought mao probably got the most out of him in the tournament
3: yeah
2: Yeah, uh... the matches were bad what did you guys think of the the main event
0: Oh, I didn't watch the main event. I didn't have time for that.
1: I, I have yeah, I, did, I didn't either. <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. yeah. It's a rare Yuki Ishida setting. Um, it yeah, was this was lot. the match he
0: got hurt again?
2: In. Yes. Um, that's. I'm not sure if it's like match injury wise or if it's. Yeah. You know, just bad luck. But. It was really good. It was Ueno and Toikochima versus Higuchi and Yugi Ishida.
0: Yeah, it looked very good when I looked at it on paper, but I also got a call from like, I have had family in and out of my uh, apartment all week, so.
2: <laughs> Just need to set boundaries, you know, Sandra? Yeah, yeah,
0: I know. From your family <laughs> out, watch more wrestling.
1: Yeah, exactly. What, yeah. Don't you have your priorities in order?
0: <laughs> oh, I sadly don't. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, we uh, that that all led into the final night of Block Play, or in Corrigan Hall on the twenty fourth. This we will review. Uh, I watched the full show uh, yesterday in the in the in the afternoon, uh, right after dinner. I moved, retreated to my apartment <laughs> and watched this um of course this was where Ray saito and chris books would have happened and uh that of course couldn't happen so Ray saito uh won via forfeit and moved over to eight points and was a looming threat here uh of someone that could have won b block but the opener kanon and mj paul defeated yuki sakaguchi and rukia when kanon submitted rukia with the. Torture Cobra Twist after four minutes and fifty-seven seconds. I didn't. I didn't have anything to say about this match, <laughs> but it
3: happened. Um, it was surprisingly good.
2: The expectation, the uh, the expectations were low. Yeah, very.
0: But Connor, Connor was good. Then we That's had go like crazy. <laughs> then we had a super super fun battle uh, Christmas battle royal. Uh, Torowashi uh, became in his return match became the new Iron Man Heavy Metal cha- uh, champion when he defeated won the battle royal. Uh, some highlights of the battle royal was the return of Poison Sawato Julia. <laughs> that was very fun. Uh, I thought this. Like that, it, this was just a very charming uh, battle royal, and uh, I, ha- seeing Toro Wachi back was
3: just awesome. Finally, you... some real stars are back in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The great Kochi <laughs> Um,
2: uh, it's a DDT Iron Man Heavy Metal title battle royal. Like, the more we talk about, the worse it gets for the people watching it after. This is unhinged DDT, and I liked it very much.
1: What a Christmas gift they gave us with this match.
2: Yeah. I feel we haven't seen stuff like this for a long time.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's true. Uh, Yeah, good point.
0: Then uh, Ray Saito in the replace the kind of replacement match for Chris Brooks's uh, uh, surgery uh, faced Hideki Okutani and uh, won after four minutes and 43 seconds with the drill hole pile driver. Uh, yeah, this was a, a fun four minute match. Uh, Hideki Okutani sadly didn't get to do like there wasn't a lot of momentum here, but
3: it was fun. Yeah. It
1: was and, certainly a match.
0: <laughs> then we had the KOD 6-man titles, Yuna Don and Mako versus Shardin Friday, International, Masa- Masahiro Takanashi, Antonio Honda, and Takeshi Masada. Uh, the champions retain when Oishi pinned Honda with the rotating cradle uh, after 10 minutes and 48, uh, 41 seconds. Uh, I've... I zoned out a lot during watching this match. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a match that happened. <laughs> uh,
2: I I'm I th- still think that uh, Dino Oishi and Akiyama or D.O.A. as they're called, yeah, um are fun. I can't really say the same about Tom and Takanashi. Um, shout out to to Ma- uh, Masada's hair, though.
3: <laughs>
1: that was definitely the highlight, I would say.
0: They, they also they also have a new uh, new challenger set up for uh, the show. A show in Osaka on the sixth of January, twenty twenty four. It will be Akiyama Dino and Noishi defending against bodyguard Naruki Toy and Tuzen uh, kaga <laughs> Uh,
3: okay, <laughs> that's an... around. Tutenkake is, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that will be in an... like that's Osaka. That's a very Osaka. Oh yeah, uh, match, and uh, yeah. Then we of course had the uh, Do matches on this show, the final Do uh, matches of the of Block Play, and. We can't like this first match we can basically call the final of uh, the B the B block, or like if uh, Naya will Naya make it to the final or not match? Uh, because if Mao had beaten Naya, then Ray Saito would have gone to the to the final and been the B block winner. But Yukio Naya wins here with the world's best backdrop after ten minutes and fifty eight seconds over Mao. I thought this was a very, very fun uh, B-Block match. I I thought Naya, Naya definitely looked has looked better than he has done before in this whole tournament. And I thought it was done well. Uh, what did you guys think about this uh, B-Block match?
1: I thought that it was almost like, almost like a video game match to me. Like, Mao <laughs> was in control the first part... And then it, when it was Naya's turn, he took control, and then he just won. And I thought it was, like, totally unimpressive, to, to be honest. But it wasn't bad, it just wasn't impressive, I, w- I would say. And like I said, the, the the way they set up the match, I didn't think was very... It didn't get the most out of their strengths, because on paper, you think they would have an easy story with Naya being so much bigger than Mao. But Mao took control of a lot of the early going. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. How the hell they did it, but it was it was good. Like you know, he hit a lot of d strikes in there. Good. It, it, felt, it, it felt like
0: they they tried to do uh, like i i I thought the match worked, but it also felt like they were trying to do what uh, Saito and uh, Mao did on the opening night. Uh, yeah. And Saito and Mal did it better on the opening night. but i I just thought I think they, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I also just thought that the finishing stretch uh, looked very good for Naya. Uh, and
1: yeah, that's true.
0: A lot of this tournament, he has looked pretty good in the finishing stretches. And that's good. And uh, of course, with this match, with him winning this match, he uh, becomes the winner of the B block and gets, goes into the final. Uh, Janek, do you have anything to say about this match?
3: No. Um, and <laughs> you
2: guys have it better in memory than i do like
0: yeah i thought it was fine <laughs> <laughs> then we had the a block uh harashima versus daisuke sasaki both of these were eliminated so it was basically just a normal match uh harashima wins with the somato after six minutes and 37 seconds uh Interesting like I I've nothing nothing much to say about this, but I I thought it was pretty cool that Harashima won <laughs> I I was expecting Daisuke to just fleece his way through the win here
1: It's always a good day when Sasaki loses and uh, so that was the most positive thing. I think we could say for this match
3: True
2: <laughs> um, I thought it was pretty good I want to shout out uh, um, when when Hiroshima takes like a move where another guy jumps to him and he he takes his knee up, he this tournament he did it a few times. He kind of jumps into the other guy with his knee, knees up, and it looks brutal and very yeah. desperate too. Yeah, I that's uh, that's a great bit,
0: and that's something he has done forever because he did that versus Iria also in their legendary matches. Uh, but yeah. Then we had the battle of the Yukis. Uh, we had Yuki Ino versus Yuki Ueno, the D- uh, the the um, Openweight Champion. A surprise upset for Yuki Ino to win here with the spear after eight minutes and fifteen sec uh, fourteen seconds. I this by far was Yuki Ino's best match in in the tournament. Uh, th- this match played to his strengths. I thought he... Ueno made him look like a, a million bucks. A lot, of, a lot of this stuff worked so well and much better than it did throughout the whole tournament. And I just thought that the whole match was built so well. And it was a very short... Like, it was under 10 minutes. I was surprised by that also, but I felt like that was done to his strength because... It felt just like a great sprint between these two. And again, Yukueno made Ino look amazing. What did you guys think about this match?
1: I think that Yueno is another one. You said it about Naya uh, doing better in the tournament. I think Yueno has also stepped up to the plate throughout the tournament as well. Uh, He's shown more... Uh, through a variety of scenarios that I gave him credit for a little bit as champion or, or not gave him credit, but I, I feared that he might not be ready to be the champion when he won the title, to be honest but I've liked what I've seen through him uh, for him throughout the tournament and, I, and Naya agreed as well that he did better than maybe expectations Eno did not do better than expectations. I don't think he had a very good tournament uh, until this moment and again, Ueno, I thought I agree with what you said. He did a great job making Eno look like a beast uh, and doing great things, and I thought, like you said, unlike the other match with uh, Naya and Mao, I thought the structure of this match was really well done and natural compared to the other one, where you had, you know, it made everybody look better at the end of the day, and I really liked it. A really good match and the best performance for Eno so far. I think one he really needed. For
3: sure. This match as, like, the only one this tournament of Eno's felt streamlined, in a way. Um, and I hope we see more of this. Yeah. Yeah, it just... it, it This was
0: just done very well. And, uh, I, you know, it will be interesting to see where he goes from here. I hope we can get more of a story here for him. Because right now he's just a guy that grunts. And does hoss uh, stuff but here i felt like we saw more of what he, the threat he can be and i i felt that was done well uh it's definitely uh underwhelmed uh throughout the tournament but the, he ends it on a strong note for me uh i hope we can see him improve uh throughout uh, 2024 and then we had uh, the well, not main event, but the 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 set main event. Uh, we had the finals uh, of the A block, pretty much the finals of the A block. Tetsu Endo at six points versus Kazuhiro Koso- Higuchi at six points, and yeah, this was this this was the final at. Tetsuo Endo wins with the Burning Star press after 20 uh, 20, uh, minutes and uh, 37 seconds in the best match he has had throughout the year, in my opinion. I thought thought this was a match that where Endo finally started to gain some momentum again. But I also thought this was mostly because Higuchi was such a massive uh, threat for him. (laughs)
1: And
0: of course Higuchi he can't can't go wrong with having a 20-minute iguja match in the final of the tournament. There's something that can't ever go wrong. He's just so good. (laughs) But yeah, a lot of this match I really loved uh, and I was very, very uh, enjoying this in the ending stretch here. And I thought, uh, Endo kind of what... uh, Deserved the win in the end. But I also thought Higuchi was the best part of the match.
1: (laughs) But,
3: what do you guys think about
1: this? I absolutely agree with that. Uh, Higuchi is awesome, as we all know. Uh, And he continues to be. There's never any doubt about that coming in. and he's done a great job. Kind of being the guy that... Like, elevates people around him a little bit. Not only Mm. is he great, but he gets the most out of the people in the tournament. Which I think is probably a better role for him, or where he's at. Like you know, in terms, of, rather than being the guy, like the star, he's the guy that helps everybody else. And I think he did an excellent job in that role in the tournament. And Indo, I agree as well. Uh, I thought by the end of it, the way they set up this match, it made his win feel earned and like it meant something. Uh, I loved when he uh, he had all of those power moves in a row on Higuchi. Uh, they did, like, the, uh, sit-out, like, pile driver from the torture rack, uh, they did, and then did the torture rack powerbomb that he usually does. I was like, okay, you added something a little different here to do this. Um, and I liked that they did that. I loved how they worked around the, the claw hold, uh, for Higuchi. He was constantly fighting for that, and Indo had to find his way out of it, uh, pretty much. Uh, I thought it was a really well-done match. And one of the better ones of the tournament, actually, I, I think, think this is one of the more memorable matches of the tournament, and a great job uh, by both men, but especially Higuchi really got the most out of Endo.
2: Yes, um, in this match, because not only to, towards the end, like from from the beginning, Endo showed
3: something. I can't yeah. really name it. Um, you know, be it just like a character, a personality. He's not just a robot, um,
2: and that made me like intrigued from from the first minute. And then you know the wrestling was was good, and Higuchi is awesome. Um, I'd still say the Mao match was Endo's best match of the of the year, Sondra. May yeah, yeah, think.
0: maybe, yeah, yeah. I I agree there probably, but the matches are very different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. But yeah, we now have a final set for uh, the on January 3rd, 2024. Tetsu Endo versus Yukio Naya, the final of the D.O. Grand Prix 2023.
3: Who do you guys got? What do you think, Endo, Yannick? Or d- since they won...
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, it definitely feels like it's Endo's to win here.
1: <laughs> yeah, this was my predicted final, and uh, I think Endo's
3: going to win. Yeah. Um.
0: I will see how we've. I will talk about uh, the whole sh- final night uh, card uh, because it's an interesting card. But yeah, I, I, I think. <sighs> I think they can work work this pretty well, but they will have to do a lot to be better than what Higuchi and Endo did here. Yeah. Because I thought, like, right now, Endo and Higuchi feels like the uh, best, like the, it feels like that was the real
3: final, almost, for Endo.
0: I just, no, I, I, I agree I with that so. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll see how, how much of a threat Yuki Naya can make uh, on uh, January 3rd. Uh,
1: but yeah. It's not impossible he wins either. I mean, I, I think Endo will win for, for a lot of reasons, but I don't think it's like if if Naya won, I wouldn't be like, whoa, this is way out of left field. Like to me, uh, Ueno beating Brooks was a huge surprise. And this wouldn't be at that level if, if Naya beat Endo, because it makes kind of sense. It, you know, neither man to me are who I would want to be in any kind of main event match, to be honest, but it makes sense. Like, it's logical how we got here and either one of them actually makes sense to win if you look at where they're at in the company. So I, I think it's a, a match with some intrigue to it, at least.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that, But that was not the end of this show. Because we, of course, uh, the whole roster came out in Christmas, uh, in Santa hats and Santa outfits and sent the uh, crowd home happy. Toro Washi lost the Iron Man Heavy Metal title to a Christmas tree. Of course, just an amazing moment. The Christmas, the, the Iron Man he, uh, Heavy Metal title now has the prestige of the Christmas tree added to it. Uh, and Takagi banned every everyone from trying to uh, trying to pin the Christmas tree because he wanted uh, uh, he wanted the year to end with uh, the Christmas tree being the Iron Man Heavy Metal champion. Uh, and yeah, they I felt like this whole uh, closing promo was just a good a good farewell to the crowd. Um, Ueno said uh, thanked the crowd for 2023 uh, and said that 2024 is going to be more exciting and they will have a better year. All that uh, final goodbye thing for the year. And please continue to support the wacky, intense, emotional, and enjoyable wrestling in 2024. And then they showed a very, very nice uh, Christmas... Uh, like, almost highlight reel of uh, the year of 2023 for DDT. Very, very charming close, uh, closing... Uh, pro- promo segment here on Corkin.
2: That VTR brought me to tears.
0: Yeah, the VTR was amazing.
3: It was it was very fitting for the for uh, DDT,
0: and I, I love that. But yeah, now we are heading into the well. We still have the shuffle the shuffle tag tournament with B- Big Japan at on New Year's Eve, of course. Um. But we now are heading also into the, uh, the first month of the, of the new year. The final night is set, of course, main by Tetsuo Endo versus Yukio Naya in the final of the tournament. Uh, this is happening on the 3rd of January. But we also have uh, Kuroshio Tokyo Japan versus Donshu Kudino in a New Year's Gift a special singles match. I am sure that will be... Chaos. Uh, we have Shunma Katsumata, Return, uh, return Match, Yukusaki Guchi and Ndeku Ukutani versus Shunma Katsumata and Toi Kojima. I'm so happy about it! So happy about that. Uh, it, it, it makes sense for Sh- uh, Hideki Ukutani uh, and Shima to face in Shunma's Return Match. That just makes so much sense. Uh, we have a DDT versus All Japan special tag match, Kususara Iguchi and Rukia versus uh, Jun and Rei Saito. And we have a 37 Kamina versus Shonen Friday international special uh, tag match Yuku and Mao versus Masahiro Takanashi and Antonio Honda. And uh, three uh, that not special uh, undercar matches Daisuke Saki, Kanon, and MJ Paul versus Samotakao, Yuki Yukino and Yune. Yuna Yunakaaman, Moku- Makuroishi versus Yusuke Okada, and Kasumasumi. And Harashima, Toru Washi, and Kazuki Rada versus Sanshiro Takagi, Akito, and Antonio Honda. So that is the first show of the new year, uh, the full card. I, it will be interesting to see how that goes. We will, of course, that will be our next recording. Uh, will be probably the day off, or maybe the day after. Uh, and that will be the first episode of 2024.
3: Yeah. so
0: there and also on the first episode of the 2020 of 2024 we will bring out some year-end awards for both companies and some year-end takes and maybe some predictions for the rest of the year and all that good jazz uh but for now we are closed with uh we have no more shows to review uh between now and then so i think that's it uh Oh, yeah, big news also. Uh, This is... uh, On the uh, the 5th of January will be the final Disaster Box match. yeah. Uh, So Disaster Box will be disbanding, and their final match will be a three-way between the three uh, remaining members, Harashima, Toru Washi, and Kazuki Hirata. I mean, it's good they're doing something about it. <laughs> yeah, they're finally they're finally mentioning that they <laughs> that they're not really
3: a unit anymore. Yeah, Sadly.
1: it's sad because they were my favorite unit unit for a long time. It's yeah. just it's gone down. And...
0: I mean, it's felt yeah. like it's feel it's felt like it's been ending ever since uh, Yoshimura joined uh, Harimao.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like Again, I'm not sad over le- losing this latest incarnation, because like you said, it wasn't even really a faction anymore. But uh, in their peak, though, they were my favorite group. I, I always had a lot of love for them. Uh, even in the worst, lowest days of DDT for me, uh, I thought they were always pretty quality. All the wrestlers are likable. And, you know, Hiroshima is one of the best that they have. So I, I have a lot of love for Disaster Box. Kind of sad they're going, but like you said, they, they we've been heading down this road for a while now, so it's totally fine.
0: Yeah, but yeah, that's it for this episode. Um, what do you guys do? You guys have anything more to say?
2: Yes, um, because at least for me, I don't know. Like you don't have time cylinder, but maybe Dylan, um, there is a special coming um,
0: because bad communication happened. Yeah, true. I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that should also be dropping between now and when I come home, maybe.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, we don't have
0: a date yet. Yeah, uh, but Xavier's is coming back. Hell yeah. So yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that happened today. We should mention that uh, Roman and Stant are still the tag champs, uh, the K.O.D. tag champs, because they retained over. Uh, Irie and Kaskishi, Ke- uh, which is cool but yeah i'm I'm looking forward to watching that show. Uh, I haven't watched it yet because That's I've been good busy, so. uh, I will probably watch it uh, now when we're done recording, actually. <laughs> but yeah, uh, for everyone listening, I really wish you guys a happy new year, uh Dylan. I we are. I'm probably going back to the Patreon when I come home. Also to, to talk about. Yes,
1: Star. this is what we needed. We need more of Sandre on the Patreon, uh, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/EasternLariat. Uh got all sorts of stuff coming up as the year turns over. I'm not entirely sure how we're going to cover the show on Eastern Lariat. All the shows coming up, we will definitely cover the Tokyo Dome for New Japan. That'll be on the free feed. The rest will probably be on the Patreon. Maybe we'll talk about it on the free feed, but definitely on the Patreon. And Stardom, of course, uh, me and you will talk about when you are back. Back safe and friendly. Uh, We did have another free show for you guys, too. Me and Striga, the Prediction Show uh, 2024, which you both posted predictions into as well. Uh, Sandre, you got a little heat with Striga on your predictions, uh, <laughs> he, he, he he said that you played it a little safe, is all. It wasn't what a, I predicted. You said that there was going to be a new company that came in. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Th- yeah. Which, uh, I, and now, how we did this, <laughs> this is a very entertaining show, in my opinion. We took all the predictions and graded it on, on a scale of one to five, likely to unlikely. Uh, pretty much. So we were talking about the likelihood of everyone's predictions, and then I threw, we threw our own in there as well. I had predictions for like every company almost. Uh, I also like there,
0: so. how Sondra's prediction is
2: like wrong three days later. Well, no, it could still happen. But. It's
1: uh, yeah. It <laughs> yeah. could. Uh, I said that on that show because he mentioned that too, and I said, hey, we can't say he's wrong. That's totally possible and, that that happens. Uh, now, afterwards, I've been
0: very busy. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember when you guys sent me that, and I was like, oh, man, I I can't come up with anything. I am I'm at a blank. <laughs> no, <laughs> so it, I just wrote it, out like the most safest uh, predictions possible. But
1: I I, love I always
0: love I always love the prediction shows that uh, you guys do. So I am definitely looking forward to listening to that.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun this year as well. And then we're going to, again, we'll be back for the January 4th show, the big show. And then after that, uh, start of the new year, too. you got to pay attention to the Twitter uh, at Eastern Lariat because we are going to have the awards voting. After all the smoke clears on December 31st, the Stardom, the All Japan, everything, uh, Shuffle Tag League. All of the the matches will be known, will be seen. We will do the year-end awards. I have big, big plans for those. I've got graphics and cool stuff uh, planned for for there. And we we are having making it a big deal. Hopefully, one day they will be on the level of the top tier awards in all of the world of wrestling. Uh, pretty much, I hope. I hope. And uh, follow us on Instagram too, Eastern Lair- at Eastern Lariat. There's always history stuff on there every day. I put a this day in in Japanese pro wrestling, and there's been a lot of interesting things. That have come across my way. That I've done some research on. Uh, talking about Saina. Uh, Riho's older sister that wrestled. In, in Ice Ribbon. Uh, there. Uh, you know, We we go deep on there. I go deep on there. Uh, check it out. Uh, check out Wrestle Update. We're heading to an award season on that as well. Uh, we did a show on Ring of Honor Final Battle. Uh, Continental Classic. Wrapping up for AEW. World's End. Then we'll do our best of and worst of shows for that. Uh, So if you like American wrestling, check that out as well. And obviously uh, stay tuned to the dramatic dream dragons, because we will do a lot of cool stuff heading into 2024. And I couldn't be prouder and happier than to do it with these two gents right here, who I love a lot.
0: Hell yeah. I'm looking at uh, what other people said on your, you (laughs) guys. I see now now that one new one has come in uh, and, as claiming that All Japan officially will become a part of WWE. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I, we brought I that really, up on the show. People need I really to be punished. Hope. I really hope you guys shit, shat on that so we, much.
1: Because we we didn't see that when we recorded. We recorded before that came in, so I apologize. But we did talk uh, about all of the. We did talk about the whole situation uh, with uh, all Japan and the, the the actress. I thought you guys would be happy, actress girls in all Japan. You guys should be I celebrating. Love
0: that. I love that. That was the best part of that whole thing. You're the
1: only one. I yeah, think that ev- <laughs>
0: everyone that forget has forgotten that. That whole announcement was made with the president just making fun, uh, being doing fun stuff with the actress girls, uh, Russell members. Yes,
2: stuff. fun stuff.
0: <laughs> uh, it, but yeah, it, it uh, was definitely he, fun for him. I think he, more, more he, than the fans. Uh, people <laughs> listening to this who still who hate that whole thing, guys, calm down.
1: No, Please. I I hated it.
0: My, I hate my, it. All Japan is not gonna be bought by WWE. Come oh on. yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no,
1: no that's that's very unlikely. But I don't know if we need any more of these videos. though, at the same time, regardless I, uh, of WWE I, involvement. Yeah, but yeah. Do, we, what do you guys think? Uh, what do you guys think that Actress will do in All Japan? Do you think they'll succeed? Win over the hearts of a nation?
0: I mean, I I love the match that they set up on the the first show? January
1: third yeah, yeah yeah
0: okay that it makes no sense but yeah it makes yeah 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 in storyline for Actress curse it makes no sense uh also yeah we uh the actress stage is still uh going we still we had a great episode uh, that dropped earlier this month and I hope everyone checks that out uh but yeah everyone happy happy New Year I hope everyone has a great final days of the year and Until next year, until 2024, as always, be ready, wake up,
3: and go.